shave your knees, eat your peas. Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. It's the tea. Welcome to Lucky. The Tea. My name is Derek Zorio. <laughs> I am Lucky Stiff. How are you? Although I know how you are because you sound a little. Oh my God. I woke up and like my throat hurt and I was sniffling <laughs> and I just started like pounding emergency and um, I took a, a vocal cold and sinus because I'm not doing this shit. I'm not contracting coronavirus. It's fine. In this we'll economy. Just, you know, we'll just have an extra husky episode is all. Smelly cat. No one will be mad about it. How are you? I'm great. I feel great. But only because I was dead all week. I was, I slept for like 30 hours straight. I you had, had the cold too. I had the cold too. I Everyone. Had, yeah, it was really bad. My stage manager had it in rehearsal and then showed up and was was like I'm sick and everybody like shrunk away yeah. like you know oil from oh water. I'm getting this bitch before it hits me because it's yeah. like in the in the baby state this that is, egg is not gonna crack and I tried to push through no and champagne. that was just a mistake so <laughs> but now I'm feeling frisky I walked here from my house it's like 50 degrees outside which yeah, is amazing well, I'm it. not drinking tonight I should drink some of that. Um, Trey, can I have some um, <laughs> orange juice? Orange I got you. Juice? I got you. Okay, I'm gonna drink orange juice. I'm gonna get this girl. Yeah, she's not just gonna like get vitamin me. C blast that thing. They got me, gal. Um, thanks. Um, all right, uh, shall we jump in? Yes, let's. All right, uh, we are joined for the first time ever uh, by Trinity the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> Trinity the. T- <laughs> I, every time I say your name in my head, I say Trinity the Toolman Taylor. I, li- I live. Hey, I'll, whatever I can brand to make money. <laughs> How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Oh, man, good. Ready I'm glad for to be here. Yeah, you. I you, feel like you were just on my podcast like yeah two days uh, ago. Um, we well, you you've been here for what like four days? Yeah, since you. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. How are you like in Chicago? Are you getting to explore? Um, a little bit. Yeah, we went to the Bean yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've been to it before, but um, what is the story behind the Bean? Uh, um, it was originally covered in um, plates. Do you know this? It was originally mm-hmm. covered in like scales, and then the mayor was like, "We want people to be able to take pictures in it." Like it was just like a giant sculpture, yeah. and they were like, "Yeah, but it could be more fun if you could like take a selfie in it." And I can just imagine like being that artist and just being like. Uh, okay. So they had I'll to fix it. redo the whole thing. Yeah. But, but it's, it's just, prettier now. You don't really know why they, oh, I don't know why it's there. But The official title is Cloudgate. Cloud it was yeah. part of the whole renovation of Millennium Park. They wanted to make it like a whole tourist destination. And it well, is. There was a ton of people Billions. there. Billions. Yeah. 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 There was a ton. There was this couple that were having a conversation with each other and they had like a little one-year-old girl who like apparently looked like she was just starting to walk. And she's like walking really close to the, the little concrete stairs. Uh-huh. And they weren't even watching her. I'm like, and like, Leo's family started to walk away. I'm like, I have to watch and make sure this kid doesn't like fall and. (laughs) You're like, I must protect the youth. (laughs) Did you go over by where they have like the giant fountains with the people spitting out of their mouths? Do you know what I'm talking about? The big video screens. Oh, I did see the video screens. So they flash. They don't spit in winter. Oh, they don't. Mm-mm. Oh, so those giant things, they have people's faces on them and they just change randomly and they just open their mouths and water comes out and it's giant fountains for kids to play in. But what? what, what is, why is it faces? I don't. I Artist. really don't. I don't know. Because <laughs> Chicago's so creative. Well, because no. it's right next to the, um, the Art Institute. Art Institute. So oh, that's okay. just like the vibe down there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I never understood those weird kids. So Have, yeah. you, have you ever been to those, that museum down there? No. It takes like four hours to walk around that bitch. And there's like every famous painting I can think of. It's mm-hmm. crazy. That's you have to cool. go downstairs though, because they have the little miniature rooms set into the walls. This mm. woman like collected all these miniature 
models of real scale rooms and you like stick your face right next to it and it looks like you're in some sort of oh like crazy gosh. Georgian town. Like the light coming in, they've really done this thing. That's right. cool. It's my favorite part of the museum. There's so much art in there. It's like ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like I was just like walking through like uh, one of the hallways once, like there was a water fountain and there was just like a Picasso next to it. I was like, y'all got too much art in here. <laughs> They're like, they we got, don't even know where to put like, this. Just put the Picasso over in the side. I was like, what? There's a Picasso on? by the toilet. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, fancy. This is too much. Um, uh, isn't that where, isn't American Gothic there? Yes. I, I should know this. American Gothic. Yeah. You know, the, the old man and the old woman with the pitchfork. And, oh, yeah. And then Jeff, a lot of Jeff Koontz is there. A lot there. of Jeff Koontz. Uh, but a, a giant Georgia O'Keeffe. There's mm -hmm. all kinds of But yeah, it's sickening. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Cool. If I'll you ever like out. have extra time, just go there because it's just like really fun and you can kill a lot of time. Yeah. 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 Um, what's new with you? I uh, just trying to stay busy, bitch. Yeah. There's well, another are. round of girls, so it's mm -hmm. like, <laughs> what are you gonna do to? Yeah. You know, I'm gonna start killing some people. Do you have, <laughs> do you have uh, like stuff in place? Like, do you have like preparations for 2020? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually. Um, Starting with some writers for a whole new one-woman show. Oh, yeah. Um, I start recording a Winter Circle album that's going to be me featured with some of the oh. winners. Yeah, I'm starting that. Oh, uh, nice. Month. And then uh, just trying to do all these drag cons, girl. There's like one every yeah, month. Yeah, it's true. I could just like do that and never do drag, you know, yeah. except for that's, drag cons. That's what all the stars of Star Trek did for the rest of their life. So like, I'm oh, right. in good company. I'm down. <laughs> I'm totally down. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, your show. Aren't you doing a show with World of Wonder? Oh, yes. Girl, I can't believe I forgot that. <laughs> um, so I um, bought the rights to a preliminary for National Entertainer of the Year, which is the pageant I won mm -hmm. in 2014. And... Um, World of Wonder reached out to me to do a docu-series on it. So we're going to start filming that. Nice. That's interesting. Very soon. Which is so crazy to me because they're like, uh, I signed the paperwork and then a couple of months ago was DragCon UK and mm -hmm. they're like, announce it then. I'm like, well, we don't even like have yeah. filming dates or anything. Yeah. So I, I announced it. And so, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that's good because now they have to Pressure's do Pressure's on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But when they announced WoW Plus, they also announced like a bunch of shows that never came to fruition. Well, let's hope that this one is happening. Yeah. Like they announced like a Sugar Pill show. What? Oh, really? Yeah. And then Amy was like, Amy from Sugar Pill was like, um, <laughs> like we talked about it, but I don't really want to do it, so she just backed out. Like, oh, nothing wow. was signed, yeah, yeah. Well, like when they announced DragCon New York and they didn't even have a date and they had to change it, and a bunch of people I bought know. tickets. Do you remember that? that? What, yeah, this was the first year they crazy. did DragCon New York. Did you hear this whisper that they might be canceling DragCon New York? Did you hear this? No, this is, you're the only person I've heard this from so far. That's what everyone was telling me when they were at uh, UK. Why would they be canceling it? It did well. It was lighter attended. I think they should, if they were to keep LA and then move it around, because someone told me, a am I, whatever, this is a whisper, whatever. <laughs> they said they might also be talking about mo moving one to Atlanta. I heard they're oh. having an an another one in Atlanta. Oh my God. I heard they they, were, they weren't, from what I've heard, yeah. they're having another one in Atlanta. Not, not yeah. a, They're going to have separate ones around the country. Interesting. I think they could keep the L.A. one and then do another one that was like in New York one year, in Atlanta one year, in Chicago one year, in yeah. like different parts of the country. Because there's mm. convention centers everywhere and it would just be like... I don't know. I normal? liked New York so much more than LA. Am I in the minority? I don't know. I honestly, 
I couldn't really. Everyone tells me there's like huge differences in the vibe. I couldn't really. I was overwhelmed in LA, and I well, totally yeah. felt good in New York. I what year know. did you go to LA? Because I feel like the last one, I, it was like I was whelmed. It was like it was like <laughs> media. Like it had kind of like they had split the um, okay. the crowds a little by by maybe that's twice better because yeah, I went two years ago. The first like three was like. The first one was like, ooh, this is cute. And the next one was like, oh, wow. And then it was like triple the fucking people. And yeah. it was like... <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I mean, that's the thing. Is I've never went to DragCon and not worked. And right. I'm not one of those people that take breaks and goes and walks around. Right. I'd rather... I'm there to make money. So I'd yeah. rather stay at my booth mm-hmm. and like literally not take a break and pound it out through yeah. the yeah. entire... Until it closes. And then, Damn. you know, because... One, if fans get in your line and you go take a break, they get mad. Yeah. And two, I'm there to make money. So yeah, for sure. I, I'm I'm trying to pay some bills, bitch. I hear that. Yeah. I'm trying I gotta pay for our wedding. Yes, you oh, do. Do you guys have a date yet? We don't have a date, but we actually started talking about it. Leo wants to maybe have it by uh, the new year. So maybe like December, but oh, I'm like, yeah. that's, that's plenty like, of time. That's like his birthday, my birthday, oh. new year's Christmas. New yeah. I, I don't know. So we'll see. But then you only have to celebrate one thing. I guess you're right. Less gifts. And no Just one will forget. Get it all to, yeah. Do yeah. it all on one day. I don't know. Make it all about but you. But then like, he's wanting to go to Japan for our Japan. anniversary or not anniversary, our honeymoon. our honeymoon. I'm like, well, girl, like right now is not the time. Right. So, um, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. I'm not in a rush. You sure. have all the time in the world. Yeah. Don't rush yeah. it. No. Yeah. Do like what Latrice did and just put it right on a DragCon weekend. <laughs> and, um, yeah. I had, I had to choose. She invited me and I'm like, girl, I, I gotta go make money. I'm, I love yeah. you. <laughs> Let me send you she a She knew. Right. <laughs> There's some flowers. She knew what that was going to be like. She should have just had, you know, had a booth mm-hmm. in the middle of DragCon <laughs> that was... Just get married like yeah. 80 times. Yeah. That's <laughs> what, um... That's what Ginger did. She should have sold tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, Ginger I love got that. Mary dressed as Shrek, right? I think that's true. Yeah, right? Oh my God. No, that would seriously be epic to like well, have like like 10 booths at DragCon mm-hmm. and you sell tickets. Look, it's the to, same price as a wedding. wedding. Yeah. yeah. You spend $30,000 on a tent or do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's smart. That's a scam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. I'm, I'm going to do it. Do it. Am I, I, have, we want invites. <laughs> speaking of weddings, I know this is like a weird, okay. Have either of you watched Love at First Sight yet? Or, no. or, or Love is Blind. Sorry. Love is no, Blind. No, I haven't. You no. haven't I've watched only watched the clips of Jessica's kind of baby voice. I'm not into those kind of things either. It has occupied my entire, do we have a fourth host now? Is that what's going on? Trace um, being snarky in the corner. We, ha- I'm not in, into like bachelor type of reality shows. I want women yelling at each other over champagne. That's what I <laughs> That's my, I like a real housewives. I don't like a like dating and thing. This is the wackiest show I've ever. It is <laughs> wild. Where is it at? It's on Netflix and it's like the number one show right now. My friend's a producer for it. It's oh really? Nuts. They get married. They meet each other in in little pods and they just go and they never see each other's faces and they just cycle through and do small dates and then they kind of pick ones that they want to keep dating and then they like kind of have to pick who's going to be their person and they kind of filter the other ones out and they end up being like six and they send them straight to Mexico. Oh, before they get to see each other, they have to get engaged and then this, they meet for the I... first time in person. Then they send them to Mexico and they bicker around a pool and then uh, they send them off to live together and then they have to get married but the the gag is they don't they're they're not allowed to like 
like the whole time they're like, I want to get married to you, but you know, I don't know if I can do it, but you can't make a decision until you get to the altar. <laughs> so it's like, do you take this woman? And then that's when you reveal if you're doing it or not. Did any of them do it? Uh, no spoilers, but sneak. some did and some didn't, but you, it's a gag. Like there's like someone like runs is out like, and like, is there money involved? Like, do they win um, something if they get married? No. Or something? Well, no, but they get their like stuff partially covered and it's hosted by Nick Lachey and Vanessa. Okay. But that's crazy though. Like, unless there's money involved, why would you even do that? I'm sure they're For getting love. paid. I'm sure they're getting paid. They have to be getting paid. Well, they all literally were like not famous three weeks ago. Cause that's how they, they do the shows. Like they release them. Like it was like five episodes at a time. And then the finale over since Valentine's day. And they all have like half a million followers almost. Like really? they're, they're all like wow. bam, famous Damn. overnight. That's crazy. Like old school. Like when you used to be on like bachelor in the beginning, you know, you're like super famous. You know, yeah. none of those, those, those relationships are going to last if Look, they did decided to There's get one that I really think they are. Look, as a formerly married person, this all sounds like a terrible idea to horrible, me. Horrible. I would not do, like, I've got sweaty palms right now. I'm, like, having a mini panic attack thinking think about, about doing it, this. If you just want to be a reality TV star, all you gotta do is get engaged. I mean, you can just annul that. You can just, like, who cares? Just go on and act fool. Well, don't have sex <laughs> with each other is all I'm saying, because oh, that makes it sex. much harder to annul they, something. Well, they Does have, it? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's the whole, yeah. What? Yeah. That's how Britney Spears annulled her mm-hmm. nine hour or whatever it was. Right. If it's consummated, it's harder. Isn't that if you can prove this been consummated. Hi, right. what if you have sex before you get married? I don't know if that counts. I don't think that counts. I'm not a lawyer. What? You have to be in What is law. this? Probably, what is our government? What what are these laws? Well, don't even get me started. Yeah, I right. feel you. I'm going to pour some more champagne and think about that. You can have sex before marriage, but if you have sex after marriage, yeah. you can't have an annulment. Yeah. It just, and it's just, a mess. Please don't be gay. Okay. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm trying. I'm doing my best. It's um, not working. All right. Shall we jump in? Yes. Um, we have a couple. A I'm going to group these together. Uh, uh, from uh, Leone from Munich, Germany. Uh, what was one thing about having a podcast that was harder than you thought? Mm. Um, I think the hardest thing about having a podcast, y'all probably know this too, is finding the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, isn't it? it it's, it's like so hard and like, all I've these not guests been come cons- in town and we can't fucking coordinate half of them because yeah. we all have different schedules. And yeah. I'm not like, I'm, I, it's hard for me to be consistent. Like there's like a week or two that goes by cause I have so much going on. I can't get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably been the most difficult cause I thought it was going to be like, Oh, we're going to record. And then I, I put it on there, but no girl, you really have to edit these cause yeah. you know, there's yep. boring moments or there's too much space in between stuff. Or someone says be, some shit they're not supposed to yeah. say. <laughs> or yeah, there's so, all, yeah, that's hard. It's hard. Yeah. yeah, I feel you. I'm going into tech for the show I'm directing in a week, and we can't record at all that week because I'm working 12-hour days. So whoever's coming in town, we just kind of have to go to a standstill. And then there's times where we're like, okay, we got to do, like today we're doing a double day, which mm-hmm. is lovely because that's two weeks Love in a that. row. And then sometimes it's like, fuck, like yeah. we're going to have to start asking the locals again. Like, what do we do? <laughs> well, I um, originally wanted to have uh, Roxy Andrews and or Ginger Minge mm-hmm. co-host with me, mm-hmm. but it, it's That's just impossible. impossible. Yeah. It's impossible with our schedules. So um, I would love to have them again. Yeah. On, but um, another one. I'm just gonna put them together. Do it. Uh, this is from uh, Katie from Irvine, Maryland. Uh, Who is your ultimate dream guest? Ultimate dream guest. Um, girl, my the fan base of my podcast is obviously Drag Race fans. Mm-hmm. So sure. really, any anybody that has to pertain to the show. Um, I would love to have 
Michelle on. I think she's she's very opinionated. That'd be a, a cool guest. Yeah. Um, I think Katya would be fun. Katya's amazing. She she did ours and she's just so. I love fun. her. She's really fun. I've never really hung out with Katya. Um, I actually I, I think I've only met her in passing once. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Which weird. is weird. Yeah. So. Um, She's a great guest. Yeah, I, I, I like took I her aside and was like, "You do a very good job at being a guest," um, because we had like gone out and uh, to eat after and everything. And she was like, "Why do you keep like telling me that I did a good job?" I was like, "Because you don't understand how many people I have to talk to who cannot hold a fucking sentence yeah. <laughs> together." It is a specific skill, especially at like the viewing parties and stuff. Because she's just so go with the flow. Because she's used to working with Trixie, and you got to constantly like just girl. Be Trixie ready is to- like a kid. She's like yeah. all over the place. They're now. just yeah. like crazy improv people and just like yeah just but in like the best way flow and just really easy yeah yeah i would love to have her she's great yeah yeah i'm, I'm, on, I'm on board for that plan um who would we love to have um who 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 have we tried who's our what is, is there it? anybody that you've asked like multiple times and they were like yeah but i don't know when um Vanjie just never answered. Uh-huh. Uh, we tried for Sasha and <laughs> Sasha couldn't do it. Answered. Sasha we was tried, too busy. Sasha couldn't do it. Which is totally fine. But we love I mean, we've much. had Trixie twice, Latrice, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Like we've had like yeah, a lot some of heavy folks. hitters. I want Bunny. Bunny. Oh, she would be oh, so good. Oh yeah, she would so be so good. good. That would be another guest I would love to have. I've listened to podcasts with her. There's one she did with like Derek and Romaine, who used to be on like Serious the Game. Um, Thing that doesn't even exist anymore, I don't think. But um, <laughs> there's this really wacky podcast where it's her and Bianca, and she has Bianca laughing so hard because uh-huh. Bunny just shows up high as shit. You have to listen to it. Oh my god! And she's god bless. just like just doing whatever the fuck she wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Text me the link. I'm yeah, listen to I'll it. find it. Yeah. She's she's a mess. I love her. <laughs> I bet. She's yeah, on tour. Uh, I did the Christmas tour. Some of the dates of the Christmas tour, and she was on it. And um. Apparently she's allergic to fragrance and she just like gave me a fragrance. Oh, wow. A fan gave her. Mm. But, you know, let's be honest. Bunny doesn't look like the type that would wear fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she looks, or she smells exactly how she looks. Okay. <laughs> let's be real. I wouldn't know. When I met her, I have almost no sense of smell. So I was like, she smelled fine to me. Yeah, I'm sure she did. <laughs> I didn't have anything. Yeah, try being on a bus with her. <laughs> she looks like a young, she looks like. Um, uh, you were about to say young? Um, <laughs> what? She looks. That is not in the same sentence as Bunny. <laughs> she looks like <laughs> uh, Jeff Daniels in um, Dumb and Dumber out of drag. Like you know how he has like kind of uh, crazy like blonde oh, hair. Oh yes. And just uh, like disheveled. Like she's, she's never always, coming on our podcast now. <laughs> oh, she knows what she looks like. I mean, Layla was talking about when they traveled with her for the season uh, eight tour that she would have like you know just her shoes with like her toe sticking out and then just like her broken cloth pants that are like barely <laughs> held together with like a shirt with holes in it and she's just like shuffling through the airport oh, yeah. with like loose garbage bags it's like, so hard to maintain <laughs> glamour all the time in our yeah. lives it, it's, so, it. it's so funny being on a, a bus with her because she's she's telling me stories of like she loves having straight guys like mm. trade with straight oh, guys yeah. while she's in drag but like she doesn't get in full drag she just get literally will put on like her lashes and some lip gloss. I'm like in a wig, in a wig. Like throw, literally throw it on. I'm like, and those are some wigs. Wow, <laughs> they they really think he, what? That's a big wig. Like yeah. what? What are they thinking? Like what? I, I want to know what these men are thinking when they come in and that they see that. It really doesn't take much to project there's, femininity, apparently. And there's a, just a certain type of chaser that does not care. Like I think. 
Yeah, Berlin, we get a lot of them. Like, they don't care if you are just a drag queen or if you're a trans woman like if, if you're just a cross dresser if you're they just want panties 100 pounds yeah. if you're 5,000 pounds if you are it, there is the only interest is they want what they believe to be like a man in a wig like or, uh-huh. or, or you know like that's just yeah. really I mean uh, I'm like put on a wig and masturbate go away right well can you imagine though like it's complete darkness and you open the door, and all you hear in, Hello. This, in this vast darkness, girl, how you doing? No kind of sleep. welcome. <laughs> I just went into a dark place. <laughs> so, so did they. So did but they. All right, you ready? Yes. Which is this next one? Oh, if you could fix someone's tuck, whose would you fix? That's Eric from San Francisco. Oh my hmm. gosh, that's a puffy tuck. There's a lot of people that have terrible tucks. Um, <laughs> not so much now. I think she's really figured it out. I've I've seen some pictures. I'm like, wow, okay, she really leveled up. Uh, season nine, Valentina taped like a diaper. Like oh, she just taped her arms. It was it was just a massive amount of tape and it like it started from her like outer like her inner thigh, thigh yeah. but like all the way over in. I'm like it so was, it was a just diaper. Bulky. It was just so much tape, so many strips. I was like, what do you take her aside? Is this? Do you show her? No, but no, because it's a competition girl. It's a <laughs> girl. Okay, good. But it was just so much. But now She's like wrapped she up had, like a FedEx package. I think she she I don't she she either worked out girl or She's Went on a diet or something. Her body looks amazing yeah. now. And uh, she's been wearing some, like, tiny things. I'm like, mm-hmm. she figured it out. Somebody posted some, like, a, a particular brand of tucking panty the other day. And it came across my feed. And I was like, oh, my. I was, like, shocked. It was so good. I can't remember what it was. She a gun. I was always, like, hyping one. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, maybe that I, was it. She told me, but I forgot what it is. But... I still don't even feel comfortable just mm-hmm. wearing mm-hmm. a tucking mm-hmm. panty. I still need to tape. Like for the viewing party, I only wore tucking panty because when I sit with duct tape there for sure, wow. yeah, it no. seems not uh, sitting on your balls is the fucking worst pain. But but it, even with that one panty, I'm like it's falling out the sides. I can't mm-hmm. I can't like I had to like drape that drape that thing over. over. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> so I don't know that I would feel comfortable. But there are people that wear just like a tucking yeah, panty. Yeah, for sure. I've never taped a day in my life. I've never put my balls up into my inside of myself, and I've never used tape to tuck my dick back. I'm sure it's much healthier for wow. you. Yeah, I just pull it. Well, because I don't dance, whatever you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So I just pull her back and hike those underwears up, and then put those pant those four pairs of pantyhose on, and then put that like spanks that like yeah. I mean, I'm sure in. like with people that wear pantyhose, it's much easier. Oh pantyhose yeah, that's true. Yeah, versus, oh. like just skin. Yeah. Yeah. Are you always bare skin? Um, a lot of times now, a days I've I've gotten to where I just hate spraying my legs with that leg spray. Mm-hmm. So I wear like uh, those fishnets. Sure, the best. Yeah, the best. Yeah. yeah. Anytime I can get away with it. And girl, right now my my body is not how it was on season nine. So <laughs> I am not wearing thongs. Girl, who are you telling? 
this winter hit me hard. <laughs> Look, and it's still midwinter. It's true. We're all we're still at no, it was the first day of spring today. Oh, it is? March first. I don't know if that's true. I just made it up. It feels like I'm just like declaring it because I want it to happen so badly. It does <laughs> feel like yeah. spring. Oh, I know. Yeah. Everybody's there everybody's like, I'm getting all the horny texts from so and so. What's happening? And I'm like, Oh, that is true. It's spring now. There's something about spring in Chicago. The hose just come out. Yeah. Like the wet the weather goes up like fifteen degrees, everybody's got their like Okay, let's be real. The hoes are always out here. Like, yes. they are everywhere. But it's hoeing season. So <laughs> now it's like, They're you know, emboldened in a new way. They, they've been collecting their hoe clothes. All, you know, they've been shopping. So now, you, now you've got to do scheduling. Oh, yes. my gosh. Okay. Yes. You spent the whole winter dreaming in your house about when you can just, like, be free again. Yeah. Yeah, you better <laughs> trim the hedges then. Oh, you're telling me. <laughs> right. Um, all right, is this me? Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, uh, let's see. This is from Darian from Scranton. Oh, no. Charles Corcoran from Washington, D.C. Oh, I put them together. Sorry. Okay, this is from uh, Charles Corcoran from Washington, D.C. Hey, gals and gal pals. Big T of the bag. Recently on Twitter, T-Rex talked about sportsmanship mm-hmm. in the drag scene and how it's important to not only be a professional competitor, but a gracious one. I'm so sick of these snotty little kids acting a fool at the fucking competitions. Uh, do you have any experience with competitors taking the competition too seriously or a defeat too hard? What advice can you give to queens who struggle with being overly competitive? Love you, Trinity. Congrats on your season four, on your AS4 win. It was well deserved. Hmm. Well, that was a lot. Um, <laughs> what do you, uh, what's like the craziest thing you've seen backstage of like someone who like flipped out after they lost or was like super unprofessional? Oh, there's a, a ton. Um, um, I'm not going to name names, but there was when I was reigning, uh, entertainer of the year, mm-hmm. uh, at a Tennessee preliminary the following year when I was there as the national representative, mm-hmm. we were doing the prelim. Um, there was a now drag race girl. Who wasn't at the time? Ooh. Who did the pageant? She did really well, but she got first runner-up, and was livid that she got first runner-up. Girl, like literally throwing a fit backstage, yelling at people, mm-hmm. and I had to go up to her. I'm like, you know, I have to like, what are you doing? Like, you really think you that like Nationals wants a representative that's gonna be like yeah. a loose cannon like this? Yeah. yeah. And she got mad because. She lost the pageant because her presentation was way over time and they had to dock points. That's mm-hmm. how a pageant wow. happens. Mm-hmm. And she lost because of the docked points. Oh, wow. I want to guess who this is, but we can uh, do that Yeah, later. I'm not going to say names because I don't want to be that messy. Yeah. But... I feel like I could probably figure it out pretty easily. But, yeah. So, but that's just one example. They're, they, yeah. yeah. The pageant world, they happen all the time. Do you know... I don't know if this... Well, okay, uh, you probably know this one, but do you know about the girls backstage at a drag bar um, <laughs> somewhere that you are probably familiar with where um, the two girls got in a fight and the and the one girl took spray adhesive and opened up all the other girls' uh, like stuff and just started spraying oh, it? Oh, you're talking about my God. Play Louisville. Oh, yeah, I knew about that. And then yeah. they fired the wrong girl because the, the rest of the cast blamed it on someone else and they she fired ruined, the wrong girl. It ruined all of her drag. Yeah, so the girl who actually ended up doing that stayed on cast for a long time. Oh my God. Yeah. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine losing all my... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I would go nuts. Yeah. I've... N- I- Every single competition I've ever entered, I have come in first runner up, except for one, which was not good. But <laughs> but most of them, I always came in second. And most of the people that won are not working now. 
Right. So like, it's, it's not, that's not always, look, I mean, look at Clay Aiken. <laughs> Let's be real for, look yeah. at all of the runners up to all of those competitions. Well, even the drag race too, like yeah. you, you don't have to win to, no. to be it's successful. True. I mean, there's some that, Trixie became huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and her first time on the show was, was didn't go well. Busted. Yeah. Bad. bad. Yeah. Layla's bad, doing bad. amazing now. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. There was just like a couple of things that led me to just start a little conversation on Twitter. And it wasn't like specifically with like crash landing, which is our competition that Mm -hmm. we do. I've just seen some less than savory behavior among other competitions or also the vibe where girls just walk in and they're just kind of sitting arms crossed on the side of the stage until it's their turn. And I'm like, no, the point is that we go out and we make friends and like maybe we can make connections and you don't have to be at this contest next year. Like, you know, maybe you can start your own type of thing. Like people forget that it's an audition. It is an audition and it's a chance for free publicity from everyone looking at you Mm -hmm. at the bar. And when you look like a sour patch kid because you didn't get first place, like, uh, what it is, like, it, it's it, it's it's insecurity. That's yeah. all it is. It's, yeah. it's, it's insecurity. If you feel confident, even if you don't win, you you know you're gonna do a, a good yeah. job. And mm-hmm. um, you you know a competition doesn't define who you are as an right. entertainer. And if you're insecure, you're looking for that competition to like give you the pat on the back. Yeah, that is not you what know? it is. And it's not it's gonna not. do that. No matter no matter if what if you win every competition, if yeah. you don't feel confident with yourself. You're not gonna. You're yeah. not gonna get what you want out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like socially, it's something to go. Yeah, I won this, but really, the next day after the pageant, I mean, Barely what does matters. that get you? Mm-hmm. I mean, you you get your cash prize, and then keep it pushing, like you said before. Now there's a new crop of girls coming up to get it. Like, yeah, you know, like yeah, exactly. It, yeah, and you you've squandered your opportunity to like for your career because you just showed your ass in front of all the people who could possibly be, Hey, I saw you didn't win, but would you like to come do uh, Fridays over at blah, blah, blah bar? Yeah. And then you take that and you, you, you get another day or you, you know, you, you, you Mm -hmm. you start going up the ranks because you took that opportunity to, to show people who you were. And then, Carl, I don't get me started. The worst thing that can happen is for people to think that you're hard to work with. Yep. Right. That's the very worst outcome. Never work. Worse than losing. If you lose, but you lose graciously and you come back and you do better next time, much better than coming in second and like throwing a fit. And like half the time when people win things, everyone changes their mind immediately about them and yeah. they focus on the losers and go, she was robbed. Oh, it's such that, a better oh, situation. You know that. It's almost better to right. do well and lose than actually win. Cause girl, mm-hmm. trust me, this whole tie win thing, like I'm fine with it, but the fans are brutal. They are brutal. Yeah. They're brutal. Like, the, the fans that wanted Monet to win are brutal towards me. The fans that wanted only me to win are brutal to her. The fans that wanted somebody else to win hate both of us. Like, yeah. it is crazy. It is crazy. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We, so, winning isn't everything. Like winning you, you, isn't everything. It isn't. No. You just gotta, you know, it is what it is. You either win or you don't. Make the best of, you know, what you did do and... Like you said, it's about creating relationships mm-hmm. and um, and doing that because you're going to get more work out of that. Yeah. yeah. Show up, work hard, be nice to people. Yeah. Yeah. I could just go on forever. <laughs> it drives me fucking insane. I I'm know. Like, Y'all are just wasting your time. Why would you even be here? Yeah. If you're not even gonna, if you're just, or just showing up and, and having just the worst energy. Well, yeah. a lot of it is... Is just not talking to other competitors, just kind people of people feel entitled. Yeah. They feel entitled. Oh, I'm a drag queen. Oh, I, you know, I, because they may be pretty or they can do a split. 
oh, I'm the best at this, so I deserve this. Mm -hmm. You will bow down to me. I cannot. That's Nobody deserves that anything. No. Stand that. No. Cannot. Well, and that's really not likable. Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's the kind of thing that people grow up thinking, like, uh, you know, like, I'm going to be a diva. Mm -hmm. Girl, that works on TV. That yeah. would be lovely on a sitcom or whatever. You learn this behavior, you know, yeah. mean girls, all this bullshit. But like in person, nobody wants wanna, to deal with the no. no one That doesn't. No, that's not long term. Nope. You know, it's maybe fun to watch on TV. And yeah. That's it. You're, you're shooting yourself in the foot quick. Yeah. I hope you're rich. Turn it around. <laughs> ain't gonna be making no money doing no. that. That's right. All right. You got the next one. I do. This is from Darian from Scranton, PA. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Darren, we're sorry. How far do you think your drag has come, and what do you think you want to do to further your drag? When wow. Did, when did you start? I, uh, so, it's March now, right? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. So March 1st, pay your rent. This, rabbit, rabbit. This Thursday will be 17 years. Wow. The first Thursday of March 2003. Happy anniversary. Yay, it's Trinity's 17th birthday. <laughs> um, Almost legal. I know, right? Um, Orlando? No, I started in Birmingham, Alabama. Mm, wow. Yeah, and the, the depths of a club called The Quest. She She's like the grungiest, seediest, gross. She's still there? Uh -huh. Oh, she's still there. Oh. She's a 24... She's so old, she's a 24-hour bar. What? Yes. Oh, I love that. 24 hours. She's grandfathered in, girl, she, and she is gross. I don't is there think carpet on the floor? <laughs> yes, there's oh. carpet. I don't think they've changed the oh. No time to clean it. No, she's yeah. open 24. And you don't want to... Oh. Like, if you're in flip-flops, girl, the, the hope the, the wetness doesn't soak all the way up. No, to, thank you, please. Uh, oh, cool. I don't understand carpet on the floor of a bar. I do not, and so many bars oh, have it. In Milwaukee, not only do they have carpeted floors, they have carpeted walls. Ew. I'm like, isn't that just like bacteria and dust and like, don't you? And like for, for you know, the carpet's probably been there since when they were allowed to have smokers. Mm -hmm. in the, in yeah, the so it's just got all of the good, you just know, soot and grime. Yeah. And well, they're like, well, we get it shampooed all the time. I'm like, you're telling me every Friday someone's got to go up and shampoo the walls. Like, why did you make that decision? Yeah, that seems, that that seems incorrect to me. Yeah. If preschools don't have it, bars shouldn't have it. That's if what I feel like. Preschools don't have carpet? Sometimes they have rugs, but then they like roll them up and send them out in high school when we moved into our new house there was carpeting in the bathroom oh my god the people before us had put shag carpet in a bathroom no thank you no. please i was like what would so now i have to put a carpet over the carpet uh -uh. for when i get out of the shower what uh -uh. are you doing i have vivid memories of my mother just bleach she worked at a preschool and she just bleaching the walls bleach bleaching it. the floor everything just get it out oh Ugh. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we were talking about you. Oh, so uh, I, I forgot. I was, I was thinking of like carpet. I'm like, this is gross. Um, speaking of gross, I was terrible. I was terrible. I, and I was like, my makeup was terrible for a long time. Even like if you saw six and nine, like my makeup was so dark. Mm. No one teaches you how to do sure. TV makeup going yeah, yeah. on the show. And you it's all what? HD cameras now. Yeah. You know when, when Matthew was, was Matthew there when you were there? He was there the first episode oh and that was kind of the and end of that the was the the second episode if you saw Rue her mm -hmm. hair and her makeup the second episode yeah. I think it was yeah she yeah yeah, the big difference. He so loves. Should say that. Yeah, when uh, on Kimchi season and, and in the beginning seasons, 
the girls would do like the first episode and then Matthew would pull you aside and give you a consultation and say, oh Hey, this God, is how this is going to, this is how it's going to read on the, the really harsh lights. And this is what's going to look like on TV. So you should pull down this and pull up this and, and, wow. uh, focus on these fabrics and stuff. He would give you a little free consultation. Well, now the, the girls, like if you, especially if you saw the premiere, you mm-hmm. see like these, especially the younger ones, their makeup's way softer. Yes. They're, they're, uh, they know what they're doing because they, they're they looking on YouTube, girl. For they're sure. seeing these, these tutorials. I didn't have that. No. Mm-hmm. Girl, there was no such thing as... I, there, I had MySpace. A decade ago, we had Misty Maven. What is that? Uh, Petrolude was her, her YouTube channel. And um, Misty Maven, she would just do... She was, like, the only one doing drag queen tutorials. So when I started nine years ago, they were like, girl, just go watch a Petrolude. Like, oh, I never saw... No? I never saw any of that. That no. was the only point of reference. That were, you know... Well, my, my makeup was terrible. It was too dark. Always. Because they told you to. Yeah, well, you're on stage, you're, girl. You're painting, do it. Yeah. You're painting for a spotlight yeah. for a club. For sure. In, you know, in the dark. I had to learn that, too. It's like when you, when you go do something, like, that's going to be videoed versus something that... What is happening? Oh. You're fired. Oh, God. Trey's roommate. Okay, we're good. Um, what were we talking about? Misty Maven. Oh, uh, yeah. When you pay for different things, like if the lights are super bright, you got to, you know. Well, I didn't do the whole, like, different color foundations mm-hmm. um, for a long time. It was all just one. It was it was one, like, your, <laughs> whatever your skin color was, you mm-hmm. did that all over. You powdered with one powder, and right. then you used like powder contours and like the uh, Cody powder uh-huh. for the highlight and looking at pictures I'm like I look so chalky back mm-hmm. then but now it's like with the different foundations and the different you color use, powders you use several different cream foundations like you use like yeah. a highlight a contour it's a not base. easy no it's, it's not, not easy no. it's more time consuming too yeah. but it looks a hell of a lot better it does look a lot better so it's been a journey to answer <laughs> your question <laughs> she's still learning yeah always 17 I mean, years later if I'm not learning I'm dead right yeah um, the second part was, uh, what do you think you want to do to further your drag? Like, what's your next step at this point? Um, I would love to just continue to do hosting stuff, <laughs> TV stuff. Um, I love doing comedy, written comedy, acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, bar stuff I'll do because that pays right. the, the bill. Sure. That's um, the backbone of the drag, like, gay community. Like, yeah, I was thinking about it, like, so many, you know... It's just part of what we do. Yeah. Like we're there's something that's still so small potatoes about even the most successful drag queen. Like mm-hmm. there's still like you're schlepping your stuff to the bar and doing it for a bunch of gay people. Like that is my favorite thing. Yeah. No matter how big you make it, you still do these small gay things. It's a community thing. Yeah. 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 Give well, back. it's kind of the the point of drag and right. like and yes, drag has evolved and yes, drag is in different niches now. But mm-hmm. I like. One thing I cannot stand is people trying to make drag like Disney characters. Mm. And I'm like, I may evolve in a lot of different ways, but my crass dad humor is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> it's staying that way. So if, if I can host, which I love to do, if it's for adults, mm-hmm. I love to, to host because I, I love that, like making fun of people, making fun of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
hosting and I love doing AJ and the Queen the acting thing yeah. is so fun mm-hmm. the bitchy pageant queen I'm like <laughs> where's my crown I was at? born for this I'm, I'm playing myself <laughs> um, do you have like a like an agent and like a publicist to do more like Hollywood or, or film type girl, stuff like that girl do you know how much publicists cost aren't they like a thousand dollars a month no girl they're way more than that like to get a good one oh you're looking at like I, I almost um, got a publicist like when All Stars came around. Mm-hmm. It was like $3,000 a month. And that oh wasn't God. even guaranteed that they were going to get you anything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't know if I want to do this because, you know, in spite of what everybody thinks that we make all this money, which we yeah. do, you spend so much money. Yeah. Sure. You spend so much money. Because like, you've bumped up into a new bracket yeah, of what right. you got to do. So much money on hair and costumes. And, yeah. Now um, you got to have something new every time you go to that yeah, whatever. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, Who does have a publicist? I'm trying to think. Trixie had one. She probably has one now because she just came mm-hmm. out with her album. But I think what happens is is that the girls will get them and then while they have something going on and then yeah, not have one when mm-hmm. it's like low key. For mm-hmm. sure. Because I know um, Nina West had one for a while. That's why she was going to all those premieres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's helpful. Uh, but I wouldn't want to pay it forever. That's a, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Whew. All right. Is this me? Mm-hmm. Um, this is from Chastin Martin from Edmonton, Alberta, Chastin Canada. Martel. Martel. Chastin Martel. Like sorry. Game of Thrones. Or Trixie Martel. <laughs> uh, Trinity, if you had to choose between you and Monet to be the only winner, who would you choose? Ooh. By the way, love you. Where do you think Drag Race will be in the next five years? Do you think RuPaul will step down? That was like four questions. Will RuPaul step down? Okay, so I do think I so. think RuPaul will step down? No. I think once she decides to stop doing RuPaul's Drag Race, it will be the end of RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. At least in the States. Mm-hmm. They have created like... Uh, Canada's Canada. drag race. Sure, yeah. Australia. Is, yeah, Australia. So there will be other drag races, I think, that will continue, but I don't think she's going to... It's not going to be Michelle Visage's drag race yeah. or Bianca Del Rio's drag race. I don't think that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to... I think it's going to be... Yeah. Well, if, but World of Wonder, if they can get that paycheck, don't you think they would... Well, I think, though... They probably have a contract with Rue. Mm-hmm. Like, when Rue oh. probably has a big mm-hmm. say in... It, you know, this is my namesake. Yeah. This is my legacy. I, you know, I don't want you had to change the format, concept, and full name. Yeah, yeah. I'd be willing to bet. So, but um, it, would I rather it be me or uh, Monet? Well, girl, who are you yeah. kidding? Me? <laughs> like, girl, hello. What do you mean? Um, Monet's great though. Yeah. <laughs> she's such a good and different, and she's very uh, marketable. Obviously, girl, she's doing a commercial every other yeah, week. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, she's great as her host for her uh, build. Yeah, her build series and her podcast with Bob is very, very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're great. They're together. great together. It is a really I think they just went podcast. on. They're starting to tour yeah. together. Yeah, they're true doing story. a huge one. They're going to be at yeah. the Vic, I think. Mm-hmm. That's a big venue. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I would rather win, obviously. Sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hello. $100,000. Um, okay, this is like... Now, let me tell you this. Oh, no. <laughs> if they would have said, you have to split the money, I would have told them just to give it to her. Really? But Yeah, because well, like once you pay taxes on $50,000, that's literally like nothing. <laughs> and yeah. like to have to have that... I don't know. It, it to constantly be like, 
it's a big burden to have to mm -hmm. be the split of like the top, you know, yeah. you're, you're the butt of jokes, uh, like constantly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's never, you're never like, oh, you're the winner of all stars. You're the winner plus so-and-so. Yeah. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it's like, I would have rather, if the, if I wouldn't have gotten the money, I would have rather have just given it to her. Because mm -hmm. I don't know that it would have been worth it. Did you get your check? Do they the give money? it to you right away? No, they don't give it to you right away. Um, it's a process, but I did get it. It's not a check. They just direct deposit into your account. Like That's one wild. day, all at once. Yeah, like wow. one day I was like checking my bank account and there was like a hundred thousand dollars in there. I was like, what? That's insane. Yeah, I took a screenshot. I'm like, this is the most money my has ever seen <laughs> yeah. and will ever see. Did and I set that money aside. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, I paid all my taxes and I set whatever was left aside mm -hmm. because I was buying a house. And so all of that money went into like yeah. the down payment, furniture, yeah. like. That's a lovely chunk of money oh, <laughs> to yeah. put towards the future. It was nice. It yeah. was nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. She's gone now. <laughs> so all you fans that are like, oh, she won $100,000. What is she doing with her money? Bitch, I bought a house. You bought okay? a house. I paid taxes. That ain't that much. <laughs> $100,000 in this economy is shit. <laughs> um, oh, it's oh. me now. Okay. Uh, all right, this next one is from, ooh, this name, Meredith Moordrake. Oh, oh my God, I swear. Where are you, your fan? From Laughing. Boise, I know. From Boise, from Boise, Idaho. Boise, Idaho. <laughs> it's the new dynasty in Boise. Oh, yes. Um, Meredith asked, what motivates you when you find yourself in a drag rut? This is a great question. <sighs> I, I think, let's be real. Like, when you are just not wanting to do drag mm -hmm. and you are like, I have to peel myself off of this couch, mm -hmm. pack my suitcase, and head to the airport, what is motivating me is money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I got to pay my bills. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't have a cast spot where I'm like, okay, well, I know that that's going to be there. Right. I, I have to do these gigs. And, you know, some months are like a couple of gigs and some months are like packed. Yeah. yeah. And um, I like when it's like back to back to back when I'm like so tired where I'm like, well, this is my job because a lot of people have jobs where they have to work five days a week mm -hmm. and I don't have that normally. So yeah. when I do, I'm like, this makes me feel like a functioning member of society. Yeah. I'm glad to be tired by my job because usually I get to drink and party and then sleep <laughs> in, you know, so I like I, being exhausted. By I it. think for me, 17 years in. Do, and especially now with like doing drag back to back to back to back to back, it's it is hard to stay motivated as as far as being creative with yeah, drag because always. you you literally you don't have a lot of time to think mm -hmm. or to like what okay so what am I can I create another number another comedy number yeah. you just do what you know yeah you know? especially when you're traveling so much yeah. where if you have a tried and true you just pull out your costume that you know is lovely they're gonna love it yeah. a mix that always works like yep. why not yeah what's your favorite thing to perform like the thing that you're like in a pinch you're like this is the one that I know is amazing and I love to do it I love I have like three comedy numbers that I love 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 to do there's one um it's like a crazy mix. I used to do it for talent for mm -hmm. for pageants, um, which is like it's got like a bunch of comedy stuff in it. I love doing that. Um, I love doing. Um, do you remember on YouTube there was this girl who's like she was this little chubby girl who tried to sing yeah. Whitney Houston. Uh huh. And she just, yeah, and she would just get so mad at herself. So I incorporated that into a mix, uh -huh. and I love doing that because I just every time I do it, it brings me joy because. I just can imagine this little girl's face. Yeah. It's just so funny. And then there's a, um, a mix that I do called um, Secret Agent mm -hmm. and um, Ladylike. 
It's a mix. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like such a hardcore lesbian, like love hot it. number. Love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I love it. Sex sales, baby. <laughs> um, all right. Is this me? Yeah, it is. Um, this is from Dedina Ca- Dead in a Casket. Yeah. Dedina Casket. Dedina Casket. Dead in a Casket. From Bergen, Norway. Uh, what is something you look forward to do in 2020? I guess we kind of covered this. Yeah, we kind of did cover this. Um, I, I would, aside from what I've already mentioned, I, I hope that there's a season two of AJ and the Queen and they asked me to be part of it. <laughs> I would love to be like the new villain. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh my God. Yeah, if I could yeah, love yeah. a villain. Run me my eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> if I could like push her off a cliff and then be like, I'm the new villain. <laughs> I would love Booked that. it. Yeah. You booked it just then. How long um, did it take to film that? Um, well, I was only in the last episode, but it took it took a good week. because, But wow. it wasn't consistent. It was mm-hmm. like... We did, I did a scene here, and then they had a bunch of other scenes that they were doing in between, and so it was, took a, a good week. Mm-hmm. Was RuPaul, like, uh, producing it? Like, like she was, uh, she was acting, but then she would go, like, okay, this is what I need from no. you over here. No, not, at least not from, not where I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, she may have been, but not, but where I saw, um, Michael Patrick King was the one that was mm-hmm. directing everything, and uh, but but producing, she might have had a, a a say in like things behind the scenes, yeah, mm-hmm. of how it was written, the storyline, all that kind of stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that moment, Michael Patrick King is an amazing director, yeah, and like if he doesn't, he knows what he's looking for. So mm-hmm. like if you don't do it right, he's like, do it this way. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, and director. so you'll do it, and then he's like, no, do it, do it again, do it yeah. again, do it again. I'm like, oh, okay. How many times did you have to do it? Um, some things he only wanted me to do once, and some things I had to do like three or four times, and mm-hmm. different like, like different um, inflections. Yeah, that should take so long to film. It, it really every does. single thing has to be done four or five times, and yeah. then just and then they something happened with the picture, so you got to redo this, and like that should take so long. Uh-huh. I don't know mm-hmm. if I have the patience for that. Yeah, it, you would, you would love it. Yeah. And, it, <laughs> and so that was my first like thing, like acting thing, where I had to like actually learn lines. But you don't really learn lines like way in advance. They give you this script, but yeah. it shows you like per scene. They give you sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I never experienced that before. I'm like nervous as hell. And then I get in this little dressing the my trailer. And they had the little sheets. I'm like, oh, this is like broken down so easy. So you really are only, it's not like you're in an Academy like movie where like you're in marriage story and you have to do these like 20 minute monologues and stuff. Yeah. They chop it up. Like a steady cam. So like, all right, now do this line and then you you learn it real quick and then you do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I I was fortunate that like I didn't have like these long, Mm -hmm. because that is hard. It's hard. I can't remember that shit. And I'm dyslexic girl. I would have been saying shit backwards. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> what helps you memorize you. stuff? Um, no, I, I don't memorize stuff. <laughs> I have the worst memory ever. Leo makes fun of me. Really, constantly. the worst. The, the worst. worst. He'll be like, "Do you remember when we did this like last month?" I'm like, "What? What? <laughs> we, we did that?" Wow. I'm the worst. I used to have like a really sharp memory and then I had a massive head injury a couple of years ago. Yeah. Before I started doing drag. That's the beginning of your serial killer story. They all have that. Uh, we don't have to talk about that on the podcast, <laughs> yeah. but we can talk about it later. We'll talk about it in the, right. Um, but in, yeah. In my follow-up podcast. 
after what she's after saying after is finish gonna... your juice. Only the, <laughs> only the Patreon. Yeah, it's the last juice you'll ever drink. Um, but uh, afterwards, I like had a lot more problems with short term memory. So now when I have to memorize like a song really quickly or I have a gig and I have to like memorize lines, I write them down and then I read them again like in my handwriting and then I write them down again That's and something helpful. like it's part of like the motion of your hand and then visualizing looking at your own handwriting is different than like typing it out or reading somebody else's handwriting I needed to do that because I that's another thing is I'm the worst at learning new music mm. like literally it would take oh. me it could be like a three song chorus mm-hmm. or, th- or three a three word chorus and um I'm like it months yeah. later. I've I've listened to it constantly on a flight, d- in my sleep, and yeah. I still don't know these damn words. I, yeah. d- I don't know what it is. I'm the same way. I it doesn't stick. Try writing it. I swear it's like cue cards. Cue cards have been helpful for mm-hmm. me, like especially in school. Like you write down the question on one side, answer on the other, and just the flipping really helped me. Oh, for a second I thought you meant like during your number. You're just like pulling somebody out in the cards. front row is like <laughs> like you're on <laughs> SNL. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! If only. Or like, um, uh, what's her name? Joan Rivers used to put big poster boards with her jokes lined up really? on the, front of the stage. Yeah, oh I my, love that. Carrie Fisher, when I worked on a show that she wrote, had um, teleprompters in the in the sides and the wings, so she could glance over and see her lines. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. All right, friends, we're taking a quick break, and when we come back, we'll announce our champagne sponsors and get into those last nitty gritty questions. A big thank you to our friends at Roscoe's Tavern, Chicago's leader in nightlife and entertainment for over 30 years. Follow them today at Roscoe's Tavern on Instagram. Also, they are now serving food. I suggest the chicken tenders. I find them to be lovely. Hey, you know what that noise means. <laughs> I don't know. We've never done it like that before. Um, but we would just like to take this moment to thank our champagne sponsors for this week. You can Venmo us at the Tea Podcast or you can support us on Patreon. But for those people that Venmoed us, we'd like to thank uh, Davis King and Colby Woods. Thank you. I'm the only one drinking champagne today. So I appreciate you the most. And a big thank you to all of our uh, Patreon subscribers that are pouring in. We appreciate you. It's we love you very much. Pay for better sound quality, shit like that. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you'll get a, you know, special sneak peek question at the very end of the podcast as per usual. So if you don't subscribe, maybe you should. I don't know. Go fuck yourself. No. Go give us money. Wow. Wow. Wow, We can't. We're already alienating the sponsors. (laughs) This is great. I love it. Um, All right. Is this you? I think it's you. I think it's you. Oh, that's right. You did Dadina Dadina Casket. Casket Who, by the way, is like a gem, has been tweeting at me on Twitter. Love her. Love them. I don't know your pronouns. Uh... Here's the next question. This is from, oh, I can't, ooh, Q-R-I-Z. Chris. Sure. From Los Angeles. We're sorry <laughs> if we mispronounced your name. Um, Trinity, your Twitter is amazing. Ah, the joy. And here is my unrelated question. When you returned for AS4, how did your experience doing confessionals change? Did you feel like you were in the same frame of mind, or were you always considering how what you said might be perceived by fans? Did you stay true to you always? Oh, and they complimented us. The audio has been improving. Uh-huh. Thanks. And they also said your voice is lowering. That's true. My voice is lowering <laughs> every single time. Um, I think that I was definitely way more aware 
for All Stars. Mm-hmm. I think everyone is. When you go back and you've filmed, because season nine, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to do. I just was like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And somehow they edited me good. I don't, I don't know <laughs> how that happened. Yeah. Because they could have easily done a little snake rattle and mm-hmm. yeah. I was the evil, yeah. you know. I do remember when Valentina was doing her, like, um, she would put up, like, the card and then you did something like, girl. You know what I'm talking about? You, no. she, she put up the, uh, she was having like her prayer candle, stuff like that. Oh. And then you just had an unrelated, clearly they just shoved oh, it in there. Girl. And then so, someone at a gig was like, you're a racist. Yeah, you're oh like, my what God. What are you talking about? They just put in these clips. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. so that, that, her fans, which, um, I have, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I have a ton of fans from the Latin community, mm-hmm. from, uh, from Mexico, from South America. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But her specific fans that at were like, that moment in time, in that yeah. moment in time that took what happened on the show, how the show edited that verbatim. Mm-hmm. Like I had just made these comments about her religion and like, I was this horrible racist, but it, what they plugged in had nothing to do. Like, I, yeah. I, yeah. why would I make fun of her religion? Or, like, I'm not a religious person, but yeah. to each their own. But like, same thing for like when I walked in, I'm like, the body is here, and then Kamora mm-hmm. comes in after me, and they they show me with a stank face looking at her. I didn't look at her like that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They just, but that's part of TV. Right. You know, they have to do it for for the storyline of the show just to mm-hmm. make it interesting and, and, and fun. And also I've heard a lot of girls say like on day one they go, all right, just give us a, a surprise and now just give us yeah. a confusion. Oh, they and do. Then, and then there goes like, sure. And then they just plug those in wherever and they make you look like a fucking bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they, like at the end, like uh, the end of filming, they're just like, hey, so can you just give us some fun phrases of like, you know, some say something shady, say something funny, say something yeah. nice. You yeah. know, and like just one words or sounds or whatever. And mm-hmm. they use that. They have to. That's part of because they the want to make right. sure that later when they cre- craft a storyline, they have all of the things to support it. Yeah, and exactly. like, why not be the one that is like the Greek chorus that they pan to when they need a good reaction? Oh, absolutely. That makes you more likable. So for all stars, to answer the question, I was way more aware of that. Yeah. So I did like everything, mm-hmm. um, anything they asked me to do. Uh, they never like wrote out something that they needed me to say, but like, they're like, what do you think about this? You kind of knew how, when they were leaning into a question, what direction they wanted you to go in. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes I would just feed into that just because it's TV girl. I'm trying to make Mm -hmm. good TV. I want to be seen. I want my soundbite there. The people that complain about that are the same people that think wrestling is real. Like, I mean, hello. Yeah. Yeah. And, and drag queens on a reality competition is a, a lot more real than wrestling. But um, <laughs> still, there's a lot a, a lot of things that are are, are are not set in stone. Sure. Yeah. So would you change anything about the like when you first went there? No, I no. think that um, both times that I was on the show, I, I don't think it, either any of it could have went a better way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, my, my kryptonite is stand-up comedy, so roasts are, like, I just get in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could have had the best jokes ever, but those things just, it's just not my thing. Yeah. And um, I don't think that even if I would have had the best writers, I, it still would have been how it was. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, you know, I did well. I can't, you know, if I would have changed yeah. something, maybe it would have went a different direction. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love watching you on TV. 
Well, thanks. I love yeah. it. I, well, I wish you were on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I love you hosting Girl. the viewing parties. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I love hosting with you. You do a really good job. Um, let's Although see. that was, it was a weird chemistry to have BB there. But why so? But just cause she's, she's very proper and she very is. like diva, like very like, she also put the mic down every single time she was. And I'm like talking. trying to like, I'm it's, answering all the questions. Including, she was just like sitting with her hands folded and you're like, <laughs> and you guys were like passing back and forth the mic. I was like, no, BB has put her mic to the side so she doesn't have to use it. Like, yeah, pick up your mic gal. Like I, she, she also is very pageanty with a lot of her answers. Cause she's, I mean, she's made of the far for a reason she mm -hmm. doesn't want to offend people I sure. mean, she has opinions but more or less she does say believe in yourself and your dreams will happen that's and that, i love everyone want, they don't want that they yeah. want the shadiness and that's the, the thing is like if you look at the comments a lot of them are like trinity's such a bitch or <laughs> yeah. trinity's what, what's wrong with her she's she's so bitter i'm like well girl that's kind of my personality in drag. <laughs> like, yeah. i'm like the bitter aunt you know that's yeah. that is my gig so you know i'm self-deprecating i make fun of you i'm you know i make fun of, but then there's moments that i have like serious yeah. you know opinions but it's all dad jokes and 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 just you know bad humor that's that's my gig i don't think there's a lot that should be taken from youtube comments like <laughs> i think that like reddit i have found has been pretty helpful and like Reddit is like fair, but YouTube is the wild west. Yeah. You think, you think Reddit's fair? I, I stay Reddit off Reddit. Is, I think Reddit is more fair. I think Reddit I think might that, be more fair, but I think Reddit definitely gets um, more they, they get their it's, it's more police. They get their their biases and when they when they have a uh, a general like consensus, mm -hmm. a lot of the people who would normally comment don't comment because they're gonna get downvoted mm. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, don't, I it, think there's zero accountability on YouTube. So people just go on and say whatever Wild West style, whatever they want. And yeah. it is brutal. Yeah. And I have found that I cannot look at those comments at all. Like Twitter is fine because, you know, 99% of people realize I'm talking to a person. They're going to read this right now. YouTube, they think we're never going to see that shit. Oh, bro. And I can't go on there. Twitter, Twitter, I, my fans either love me or hate me on Twitter because mm -hmm. I'm very political. I, I post mm -hmm. shit about politics all the time on sure. there. Yeah. I also post like uncensored opinions, yeah. good or bad. I'll, I'll read people. I'll read, you know, and then sometimes it's, it's lighthearted <laughs> and fun, but I, I'm losing followers on Twitter. Because, right. I mm -hmm. think because I'm too honest. Yeah. But I would rather have the people that, yeah. understand where I'm coming from mm -hmm. and that are interested in my opinions yeah. then then have some fake oh you're you were on drag race so I just want to follow you because you're a drag queen on TV yeah you'd rather I'd rather not I'd rather yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's, go mean, follow me on Instagram because that's all I have is yeah. pictures on there. The thing about Twitter is it's made for <laughs> yeah. freedom. Like, yeah. there's a reason why we can still post nudes on it, and we can't post nudes anywhere else. Like, for now, because I really feel like that's going to go somewhere. I don't know. The people that run Twitter, that's like their thing. They're oh, like, really? they're like freedom of speech to the nth degree, which I super respect. I think that that's amazing. I love seeing whole pictures. <laughs> yeah. I love Twitter. You heard yeah. it here, folks. Send me your dick pics. I love that. Send yeah, send them, them all Keep of those it, pictures. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you Don't can't send definitely send them. Make I'll sure take they're pretty. Your dogs, Wash your butt, okay? Clean that bathroom up. It's important. T tidy Hygiene. That, tidy that bathroom up. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. But, you know, it, 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 that's all. I have drag queens 
and porn stars. Yeah. That is yeah. all that is on my, and yeah. sometimes I don't even see like tweets from my sisters. I just see literally <laughs> penis, 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 yeah. butthole. <laughs> yeah, I can't open Twitter on like girl on the plane. I looked at Twitter on the bus one time and it was a mistake. <laughs> the gif where it's just like dicks, it's like dildos. Yeah, coming out yeah, I was yeah. just like that. I was like, oh god, this poor old woman sitting next to me. I'm just like, I'm really sorry, Grandma. I'm so sorry. Um, all right, I believe that brings us to the end. Uh, to the end of our regular, regular questions. If you are a Patreon subscriber, you get to hear another secret question. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read it before we uh, sign off. Okay. Absolutely. Um, the question that we'll be answering on Patreon is, do you ever regret implants? Uh, do you want more? How did your body modification influence your perception of yourself? That's Katie from St. Augustine, Florida. Yeah. Um, all right. So jump on to Patreon and um, uh, tell us where we can find you. Uh, you can find me on all social media at Trinity the Tuck. Uh, go check out my podcast at Work with Trinity the Tuck. Yeah. How's that um, been going? Good? Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I need to do more. I just got to find the time. Yeah, so real. It's such a... Yeah. Yeah. I love podcasting because it really creates such a more intimate relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, people feel like they know you so much better. You're in their ear. Right. We know we're talking directly to you. Yeah. But it's like a lot of work. It is. It is. Yeah. But it's fun. I love doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else is coming up? Anything you need to plug? Um, a ton of stuff. So, um, if you're in Michigan, coming up very soon, I have a. When does this come out? Uh, this will be out in two weeks. Oh, okay. So maybe not. Maybe. Yeah. This, um, look on my website. Uh, yes. For, good. for what what's happening. Uh, <laughs> whenever this comes out, uh, I know that I'm going to be doing uh, the haters roast again this year. Yeah. So if you want some terrible jokes and just come laugh at me, come do that. Uh, dragfans.com for tickets. Uh, my pageant that I'm holding is April 20th mm-hmm. in Orlando, 420. 420. So come celebrate. 420. Yeah. Well you done. You can do a meet and greet with me and Peppermint. Also, Danny from Mean Girls is one of the judges. Nice. So it's going to be oh, an nice. incredible night. Of, Are your contestants all confirmed? Oh, yes. We have 13 contestants. Nice. We've cut the limit off, so that is what it is. It's going to be a long night, but so fun. Yeah. So fun. It's Ooh. very exciting. Where is it? It's in Orlando at Parliament House. You get oh, your okay. tickets at F-L-E-O-Y dot eventbrite.com. All right. Um, I am T-Rex in Chicago on all social media. You can find me at Roscoe's uh, every Friday hosting the viewing parties. Um, You can find those on YouTube. Um, (laughs) I'll try the chicken tenders. They're lovely. Um, Also, uh, you can see me at Drag Manet every Saturday. Uh, In the upcoming weeks, I will be in... Iowa City at Studio 13, and I'll be back at Dick's on the 21st. Yay. Yes. Aren't you always at Dick's? Always at Dick's. Yeah. (laughs) Dick's are always on me. (laughs) Um, And yeah. Um, I am lucky.stiff on Instagram. I am luckystiff2. That's the number two on Twitter. I am still directing 100 Days for Co-Candy Productions, so I'm not doing drag until March th- after March 13th when that opens. Um, preview start March 6th. You can get your tickets. All There's a link in my bio. You can go and see that. Um, it's more like what my heart is and a lot of other people performing it, so that's mm. cool. But after March 13th, I'm coming back. I'm coming back with a vengeance. Oh, baby. <sighs> All right. Uh, Thank you for listening. Cheers.
Cheers. Cheers. Clink, clink, clink. Clink, clink, Bye. Thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers. If you would like to support our podcast and get early access to new episodes and boners content, you can find us at patreon.com slash the T podcast. Make sure to subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the T Chicago. Shave your knees, eat your peas. Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. It's the tea.